You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Yeah. I don't know if you know what that is, Flex, but... Uh, I don't know what that is. My, my last name is Shen, man, so basically oh. uh, my DJ act is Shenanigans with an exclamation point, and then uh, uh, that's my whole kind of like uh, DJ EDM, I hate using the word EDM, but you know, house music, uh, when they book me, I that's always awesome. thought Shenanigans looks good on the billboard, and it, you, you know what I mean, with the exclamation point, right? What's, who's playing tonight? Shenanigans, you know what I mean? <laughs> And that's well, I wonder what it's going to be like. Well, it's probably going to be like a bunch of shenanigans. It's going to be think? rowdy. You, you know, <laughs> well, well, you know what? Let, let's introduce. Uh, let's introduce the artist today, man. Uh, you know, I bought a piece from uh, uh, the artist today that we have a guest. Um, and uh, oh, well, first of all, Teach is our resident artist for LA Street Art Gallery. If you don't know, and you're one of Flex's. Uh, Millennial friends, basically. <clears throat> yeah, you probably. I, I'm. I'm one of the older uh, people. Older. Teach is a OG graffiti street artist, man. I mean, like if you if you're in the Hollywood area, you've probably seen his stencils, man. You, you know, they're and all over uh, the place. they're all okay. So you yeah, you you're aware of Teach's work, of okay. course. <clears throat> awesome. Get a little bit closer there, yeah. Flex. Yeah. Oh, my bad. There you go, right about there. That's yeah, good. that's that's good. So basically, you know, LA Street Art Gallery were the oldest street art blog. Uh, and basically, we just have been documenting it. Our biggest thing is our YouTube channel, really, um, youtube.com slash LA Street Art Gallery. And uh, you know, we just have documented street artists. There's so little information that's going out in the world about street artists. Uh, everybody you know, knows Banksy, right? But how much information do you know about Banksy, right? You, know, you, don't, right. Know, you don't know. So I, just, I want to get this, uh, this right first, OK? Yeah. So it's, it's Flex? It's Flex, yeah. Flex, and how is that spelled? It's F-L-E-K-Z. So it's not with an X. Okay. Yeah, Got it's it. a little bit different. I know a lot of Germans go under the name Flex, um, but it's not with an X. It's KZ. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's this. So whole then your your Instagram is what? Underscore F L E K Z. Okay. The underscore. underscore. Yeah. You know what underscore? That's like a young is, thing, man. You know what? Hey, <laughs> Revoke has underscores around his name. He's younger than there, I am. There you go. There you go. We're just making sure, you know, we want to make sure Teach knows his, uh, knows what an underscore is. <laughs> I actually use an underscore in, in, in all my passwords. Oh, oh don't, don't no tell way. people your passwords, man. No, 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 no. But, um, no, that's, I mean, to, to start your Instagram with an underscore, hmm. um, that's, that's, that's interesting, man. It's a little bit hard. It's a little bit hard. Yeah. But, but, but if you do type in FLKZ, the algorithm's going to pick it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Depending on your followers, it'll yeah. just instantly just pick it up. Yeah. But yeah. Um, So now, um, Flex, where, uh, where are you from? So I was born in El Salvador. Uh, I was, wow. Yeah, I was born in, obviously, my birthday. I was born in 1994. And then uh, my family, my mom and I left El Salvador when I was two. Wow. Uh, but we were going back and forth. Um, yeah. So, so you guys came to, to L.A.? Yeah, we came to L.A. What part uh, of L.A.? So, interesting enough, uh, my grandma, who was able to get, you know, my mom and I, you know, kind of our, our green card or residency here in the United States, she lived under with the family in their guest house, and she would take care of the kids. So the first area that we moved in was Santa Monica. Oh, yeah, It was really nice, but it was really interesting just, you know, you really see... A crazy difference where you know if you're Latino or if you're you know very wealthy those things don't really collide and also like a lot of racism and crazy just how you're treated right so wait, what how part of LA are you talking about Santa Monica Santa Monica okay. yeah um, it was really interesting especially at the time you know I think just in, there's always been movement but now that we have you know mass media where you can see stuff like this and it's more spread out it's people are more informed what year was this? Because like Santa Monica, when I was growing up, it was a really rough neighborhood, and now it's like kind of gentrified, and it's pretty nice actually. It's totally gentrified. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So it was around maybe like like two K, like okay. literally two okay. thousands, um, early two thousands, maybe a little bit early or late nineties. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just interesting. I I think one of the like the first things that I ever noticed was we went to this restaurant, and we went. The host sat us down, and then. 
we literally, I remember my mom just being like, hey, we have to go. And I was like, we literally just ordered our food. Like our food was on our way. And I remember we left and we didn't eat. And I was like, what happened? She was like, oh, we got kicked out of the place. We can't eat here. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was like really, really crazy. And it like totally dramatized me because I was like, what is going on? Like, it was like it, about how old were you when that happened? I was about maybe six. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was crazy. Dude, for a six year old to yeah. try to find reasoning with that, I can't imagine trying to explain that to one of my twins. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those, like, bougie Santa Monica places. Or... Yeah, it's one of those bougie Santa Monica places, but at the same time, like, it's like, you know... What the fuck? What Anyways, the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're right. No, you're right, man. Yeah. So, wait. Last time, I thought... Um, so, wait, you grew up in Santa Monica area, basically. No, right? so, basically, what happened was... That he was just there for a short while. I was yeah, there for a short while. Like, fuck this thing. Um, you gotta yeah, it, you know, we were fortunate to be living in a nice area, um, yeah. but then what happened was that there was drama between my mom and the family and we got kicked out of the house overnight and we had to pack up and literally moved to south central okay. um we wow. were there for a month and then um we spent a few time uh, we spent a few months there and then the month the last month we ended up leaving and to, I, I i left to el salvador for a month sure. came back and then my mom found a new place and we lived in van nuys oh okay. which is the yeah valley. Wow. Yeah, I'm a valley cat, which is that is great. That's, that's, that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I met you, I was like, "Hey, where are you from?" You know what I mean? And uh, no, I'm a, I'm a valley. Yeah, boy. yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, and it, you know, it's not like Van Nuys is a nice area, <laughs> nicer area. I'm not saying distant your place, but I'm just no, saying it's no, no, be a rougher neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, Van Nuys was really interesting. You know, growing up there, definitely, I got that's where I first got my first sense of street art. Also got, oh, okay. and also got the sense of you know, like street life. You know, yeah. more of, you know, like... Bundy, Do you like remember gangsters. what you remember, what, like, the first images you saw that the, made an impact on you on the streets? Well, not in an art way, not in an art way, but I think, the well, the first, like, the first street graffiti that I ever saw that wasn't really, you know, graffiti as an art form, you know, was BVN, the gang that's, that yes, is in, I know that, in yes. Van Nuys, and as well as uh, 18th Street. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Uh, yeah, a lot of my friends are getting Alabama attached. Street game. There's 18th Street game. Yeah. There's, yeah. So let me ask you. So you just said you moved over uh, to Van Nuys, right? And then, you know what? L.A. is a pretty rough area to grow up in, man. You kind of right. mentioned you said you had to deal with some gangs, man. I mean, it's kind of like every person who's grown up in L.A. Has, right. I, so I want to know kind of just like your personal stories, man, because it's a rough neighborhood, like I said. Yeah, so it was interesting, like, growing up, a lot of my, a lot of my friends, I remember I was, in, I was in elementary school, but we used to, I used to be, a, like, a hardcore skater. Sure. And I was almost sponsored by Val Surf, which was, like, nice. a cool okay. thing. Um, but what happened was that a lot of my friends were kind of in between being skaters, but also joining gangs. Mm -hmm. And I remember well, they... You, at so, the skate park, I mean, yeah. if, you know, I mean, if you're not with a crew yeah you might get your ass whooped you know? yeah <laughs> you know but i think like one of the the first times i like you know they always they would always ask me like hey join this gang join this gang and i'd be like nah like i, I wasn't down just because you know my mom taught me and, and she really teach like yeah, I, be her, careful I though the way you say no right you yeah go. yeah no everyone was really you know funny thing is that everybody was really nice and i was it was always in between communities so it was it was chill like there were there weren't any issues but i remember one of the first times i've seen any sort of like you know, I think any part of like any gangs or anything like that was when I remember a lot of my friends when we'd hang out, I'd just be like, hey, what's up? And then like, like first day it's fine. The next day they come back with like bruises all over the face and black eyes. And I'd always be like, why are you like, what happened? And he was like, oh, like it was like my initiation. Like, that's oh, crazy. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It happened like, like you know every what? other day. And then did you ever experience like, hey, some friends joined one gang and another friend joined some other gang. And now they can't talk to each other anymore. No, let, I never, I never saw anything of that. Okay. But you know, a lot of the, my friends who I used, to, who I did hang out with, you know, they ended up going to prison, or you know, a lot of them, you know, they're not here anymore, and it's unfortunate. So, do you feel skating kind of kept you away from uh, the game life, man? No, I think if anything, skating really. I, I, I still skate to this day. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, I think just time and place where I was that you know it's just it wasn't you know Except it didn't it didn't keep me away if sure. anything what really kept me away was art um there you go yeah it was art, and it was what really you know set a structure in my life and it really evolved me as a person now, purpose now is yeah. your mom artistic no my mom is not artistic so she uh, doesn't understand your dad 
Uh, my dad isn't artistic either. I was really fortunate enough to be on my my eighth grade in, in elementary, no, I mean middle school. Uh, I had an art teacher. Her name is Torres McLeod, and something about her, she went ahead and just started teaching me about the arts. She inspired you. She inspired me. Was she, she pretty? No, she's uh, she's I don't know. I, I just say it because my, my she, she's a, beautiful. She's beautiful. A beautiful person. She's a beautiful person. Uh, that's that's what makes. Yeah, me yeah, beautiful person. To be honest, when I was in high school, I had, a, I had a beautiful art teacher, and she she inspired me to do a lot of artwork. But no, go ahead. And <laughs> <laughs> that's why you had to have. So, okay, so you had a, a very inspiring uh, art teacher. Yeah, I had a really inspiring art teacher. Um, and basically, around that time. I still hung out with the same a lot. I still clicked with a lot of like cholos and whatnot. Sure. And um, there was this a, a street art shop called Crew West okay. in downtown LA, um, and they used to have like sticker meetups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I would click up with a lot of those guys, and then they would start inviting me. Hey, we're gonna go mob this wall. Come with us. <laughs> and that's how I started learning how to use a can, and then just really just fast moving. You know how to create murals really quickly, especially when you're bombing, rushing it. Um, so yeah, that's where I first, the, with the, my teacher and them, I was able to spring into you know figuring out that street art was something that I really want to work with and make it my career. As soon as I jumped into it, I knew that was something I wanted to do. So let me ask nice. you. So so I, the thing is like, I a lot of artists come through here and they're very inspired by, um, hey, I saw Exit Through the Gift Shop or I saw Bomb It. You you know, and back in the day, um, did you? Like, you know, you're a little bit younger. Do those movies speak out to you at all? Or were they just completely separate? And uh, it's something that just from your life experience. Just curious. No, actually, Exit to the Gift Shop inspired me completely. I got into stencils because of Banksy. Mm. And seeing those films, I remember him. There's this specific scene where he's working on the floor. And you could see him just going ahead with the box cutter. Yeah. And really just carving up his stencils. Yeah. And the funny thing is that, uh, you know... It was one of the first times that I saw a really famous artist working. Mm. I feel like, and like at the time, you know, social media wasn't really representing that. You know, sure. it was just and just him working and Instagram being wasn't so around yet. yeah, and him on being, the ground, yeah. on the floor. I know, right? Yeah, it, just, it, it helps you to connect with it. Right? Yeah, it made me connect with it. Um, and then I jumped into it because before that, I got into lettering, and I, you know, I, I started you know seeing risk work. Risk mm-hmm. was a huge inspiration, sure. um, and seeing the letters, and as well as my friends who were street art, who were street artists. They don't, they're not, they're still street artists at heart, but they don't, you know, they don't work with street art anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what really kicked it off. Interesting. No, I, I, I was just curious because it's like I feel like you're really. I mean, do you mind if I ask how old you are, man? Just for the audience sake, because yeah. there's a lot well, of older people. Well, he said when he was born, but for yeah, those yeah. of us who yeah. can't add, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 25. You're 25. I, I yeah. 25 so, so this you, year. I mean, you're not that young, but the thing is, like, I'm a lot twice of, his age. Exactly. That, that's what that's what I'm trying. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of people who are listening, man. They're probably going to be first introduced to you for the first time in right. all your art. You know. So I just want to make sure <clears throat> they get an idea of like. What we're dealing with and I what I love it is that people we were just talking about uh, in the last podcast is like hey is street art over is it is it like a, was it a trend that just passed and it's like hey man here's like again you're not that young and I'm sure it's like there's guys younger than you that are looking right. up to you right now and saying right. fuck I want to get part of give me a piece of that you know right I mean, holy let's, shit let's, let's talk like, about mediums now so yeah. you you did some work on the street you said with uh, with some spray cans maybe with markers or whatever I, I never worked with markers. I only did spray cans. Um, and then... Did you do, like, any tags, or was it just murals? Or you don't have to uh, yeah, letters, yourself, but I'm I did I did tags under the name Flex. I, stu- okay. I stuck with it um, cool. since day one. Nice. Uh, it was, like, it came out when I was... The reason how I got the name was through playing video games. Um, I used to be, like, a huge... I'm still a huge... Wait, well, what does it have to do with video games? Um, it's no, like... it's just... That's how I got my name. So okay. my, oh, you, my name in game was Flex. Okay. So then I is it because you want to flex on a motherfucker? <laughs> no, like that or it's, it was never it was never like that. Okay. It was just that was just a name. Sure. The funny thing was so, that on my random generator, because it was World of Warcraft, uh, it was I a like random it. generator. That's the name that came out. So I just I just kept it. Okay. Just yeah. because we, you know what, some of the audience, uh, they're gamers and stuff like that. They're going to want to know what kind of games you play. So I got. I'm not a gamer personally, man. After I discovered. Girls, dude. I just yeah, and you can imagine. I'm <laughs> yeah, you know, Teach played Pong one time in 1985. <laughs> but no, I'm just oh saying, what God. kind of games do you play, man? Just cause we... So I play a lot of uh, FPSs, which are called first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. most of what I, u- what I usually play is just World of Warcraft. Okay, um, okay. World as of well Warcraft. As a lot wow. of Smash Bros. Sure. Um, 
I know, I know, I know you. Dude, probably... my kids are into the fucking Fortnite shit. Man. Yeah, you, you don't play Fortnite? No, I've I've played it before. I'm I'm actually quite good at it. I'm really nice, good at video nice. games. Um, <coughs> do you, let me ask you, uh, Teach. Just we got to talk to the old, some of the older people in the audience again. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's people older than Teach listen to this, man. I know 70-year-olds that are listening to this <laughs> podcast, man. And we love you guys. Yeah, exactly. And no, I, But I just want to kind of fill in the gap here. It's like, you know, do you watch people play video games on YouTube? Like other people play video games. Yeah, I do, actually. It's so crazy, man. I do, actually. No, I'm just saying it's an um, entire industry. Like people couldn't have imagined like... Ninja, that, right? That's a fucking I, thing. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, know, you know who Ninja is. I right? know who Ninja is. Um, I don't know who Ninja is. You know, he's a. Uh, <laughs> I only know who he is because of my fucking kids, okay? Yeah, but no, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, you know, he, I, I, you know, I don't like his, con- I personally don't watch his content. I'm not the big, I don't like his content. Um, mm-hmm. But, nice. you know, he's very smart. He's a very yeah. smart individual. Uh, yeah. He has rules to his stream because he streams on, he used Twitch on, his oh, that's right, on Twitch. he switched, right? And now he's on uh, Mix, Mix something like Dude, that. Dude, what are you looking at me like I'm gonna I, fucking know? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are. You guys yeah. are look at that motherfucker over there. Okay? He's telling us a much better chance right of knowing this shit than I am. Yeah, but you know he has those rules where you know he doesn't cuss. There's uh, you know his a lot of the stuff that he's you know streaming is clean, and it's usually for That's you know smarter. a younger That's, age. Yeah. Very smart because you know we're in such a generation where a lot of you know parents. Are oh, dude! Off like screens. if I hear my kids yeah. watching something that's cussing, I'm like, eh. right. Right, and mainly I say your mom's not gonna like that. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I understand whatever, but yeah, it's right. I mean, basically, I want to bring it back that you know what? <laughs> there is totally new uh, fields of work that people would have ever imagined, man. There's right. video game players. You know, and that's the thing. That's the reason why I'm not cutting my kids off completely from that yeah, because, right. especially my son, um, could go on to be a programmer. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. coding and all that stuff. So. I don't want to, you know, hold him back from something that could no. be a, a career for him, potentially. Right. Yeah. I didn't have that shit when I was a kid. Like, my dad was like, turn the damn TV off. Go outside and play. There's guys right. who get paid for uh, playing video games, man, and there's guys who get paid for uh, putting tape on the wall, man. Yeah. Right? Now, when did that happen? Okay, when did when did you first start using tape? So, I started using tape on uh, when I started high school. Well, not actually. It was about 10th grade, maybe like 11th grade. Um, but then... You know, actually pushing it as a career, it's been about eight years now. Well, what, what did you what did you actually put the tape on to begin with? What were you putting it on? What um, I was I was actually so the first time I ever used tape was when I was working with stencils and I needed to fix a bridge. Yeah, I right. used to use a, I used to use the tape to cover to you know to cover it up. Also, I realized that um, when I you know especially when I was just spraying around the city. I realized that paper, the, the more that you use it, gets soaked. Yep. And then it just kind of, you know, starts wearing down. It starts falling apart. Also, if, you know, if you have to carry it, I used to tag, like when I was in high school, I used to ride my bike for hours and just have my stencil in my bag and just have a designated bag and stick it back in. I remember it being coated with just so much spray paint because it just <laughs> builds up. Oh, yeah. Um, but what I learned was, you know, actually grabbing duct tape, wrapping the, the piece of paper, and then just cutting out the stencil. And it became like a plastic kind of a... You know, tape stencil, and I would just cover, like, go ahead and just bomb it like that, so it wouldn't go bad. Yeah. Um, Innovative. Yeah. So it worked, right? Uh, yeah, it worked. It worked. Um, Necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. Let me let me just uh, put it in a second right here. Teach actually one of the reasons why I respect him so much actually is the stencil technique that actually he uh, that he, that with the screen basically he actually came up with that man. That's you, you so know, And so many other street artists, you know, wordsmith, all these other guys like. They actually use his technique when they're doing his uh, the street art, man. You know what I mean? So to me, so it's, it's just awesome, man. And I'm sitting here with another innovator, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know there's gonna I mean? be so, other tapers. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, there are a few, man. I mean, you want to give a couple shout outs, dude? So a few artists. Uh, obviously, one of my favorites, a uh, really good friend of mine. His name is Daryl Carey. Um, he creates this uh, these tape designs that are very, you know, it's like a. He usually takes over a whole room, and it's like a trip tank. And it's really badass. Um, How work, long does that take? Holy uh, shit! Dude, this guy grinds for hours, and he's you know he's blowing up really quickly. Um, but he, you know, Wait. it's it's very my millennial. I just thought of something real quick. There was a thing called the Black Tape Project where they had like naked chicks and yeah. they were like putting tape <laughs> on it. Are any of these artists your friends, man? Because I need to get to know them. No, <laughs> I, they're they're not my friends. But you know, I. But you know, are I, you down to put tape on naked chicks? <laughs> the, 
the funny thing is I that I was, models, I, I was I was asked to do that last week. Really? Um, yeah, it, it didn't go through, but you know what? Well, business is business. Whatever you got to do, you know, you got to keep the hustle going. Dude, it's yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's art. art. Yeah. You're growing Definitely, up. You're 25. You yeah. Know, you're old enough. <laughs> Definitely, man. Well, I mean, it seems like things have been kind of popping off for you quite a bit recently, man. Is that true, dude? Because like, um, things have been going really well. Uh, you know. I, you know, I'm really fortunate to be doing what I do. I can live, I make a living off my art, uh, you know, and yeah, I've been really, really fortunate. I've been trying to just keep the hustle going. I've last year was the busiest year of my life, uh, especially when it comes to my art work with really big companies. Uh, what yeah. are some of the companies, man, that you, that have hired you? Yeah. If you can, if yeah. You can so say. just alone last year, I worked with Ford. I worked with BMW. I worked with, uh, Google. I worked with Nike and I worked with Adobe um, nice. just in the, that year alone. Uh, it, it was crazy. I never thought things would pop off like that. Um, and then in between that, you know, I had some of the biggest mural projects I've ever had. So, so let me ask you, so like... When Kid's like, got energy too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's got some, that's no, what, I mean, you know what? part of it. He's got some great right energy. Since I bought his piece, man, I, I bought a piece from him because I saw it on the internet. I was like, dude, I love this shit. I love this. It's a great piece. I, I, I love, love the, that piece. I love the. Thank you so I know. Much. I came over like actually uh, to his house the other day, and I just showed him uh, right after I bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And thank um, you so much. Yeah, man. And you know, what? I'm just saying, I noticed like an aura of even more confidence, man, since since we last saw you, man. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I I don't know if these projects have been happening recently, man, or, or whatever. But I'm just saying, it's awesome, and I I just I, I you know I'm so happy for you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh you know I've been. I've been really lucky, but I've been also, you know, putting a lot of work into what I sure. do. Um, like, a, you know, like I told you before, you know, the moment that I first started working, especially with art, I knew it was something I really wanted to jump on. And yeah, hopefully I can be doing it as long as possible because... Who were you talking about a minute ago that was doing the taping also? Like His name is Daryl Carey. Um, he's really, he's an amazing, he's an amazing artist. Uh, he's lives, I think right now he lives in San Pedro, but he's Los Angeles, uh, like situated and yeah his his work is really blown up he's always working with really big companies i think last month he worked with equinox um but yeah he's he's really great awesome amazing man. artist and he's a really nice dude i mean is is it like a friendly rivalry between the tape artists or like it, you know be t just curious like what's yeah, the dynamic like yeah um you know well let's let's go back you know in reality, a lot of people don't know that there's a tape community. You sure. know, they don't they don't know it exists, or they don't see tape. You don't see they don't think of tape as a medium. It's not because they don't think you know they're discriminating it, but it's just you know they just they don't, they don't wrap their brain around it. Uh, actually, through doing stencils, I realized that all the stencil designs that I created, um, yeah, yeah, okay, I could yeah, I, I could create it with tape. Sure, sure, sure. So, sure I get yeah. It. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, there. Back to your question. Yeah, there are some sure. tape art community rivalry. Especially, especially in Berlin. Uh, so the tape art movement is really big in Berlin, wow. um, and there's these tape art communities that you know they've been in Berlin. A lot of commercial art, such as like for big companies, um, get hired. You know, a lot of, they hire a lot of artists to go ahead and you know create small murals and create kind of like a, you know, I don't know some like a large installation. Man, how many um, rolls of tape that takes? Good grief. Yeah. Well, they have like full teams. Um, so basically, the rivalry is just clientele at that point. So you know, there's right, right, these yeah. two communities are fighting for these big clients because obviously they're probably pitching for it. Yeah. So yeah. Any kind of. No, because I see you guys do collaborations in the in the streets yeah. sometimes. That, that's what I thought was cool. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, true to street art form, like at the end of the day, like all the street artists, they end up doing some form of collaborations right. together. Yeah. You know, oh, what it's I mean? definitely so, always good to. Them. I, yeah. I was, what I was going to say is I'm just wondering if there's like any kind of um, <laughs> beef or any issue like between the, the tapers and the stickers. Uh, no, not at all. I don't think so. I don't think I don't. I, don't, I mean, I like the, the you know, the tapers maybe telling the stickers, dude, and all you can do is just put one one sticker down. Meanwhile, I'm doing like this. It's almost I kind of <laughs> see it as so. being like the difference between the graffiti writers doing their original pieces. Right. As the tapers. And then here comes these guys with the stickers you know, they're just smacking them up all over the place. Right. Like the, you know, like the street like the artists tape... are doing stencils and pasters and stuff, you it know? It seems like the tape community is pretty uh, peaceful. Seems yeah, like. it's pretty peaceful. It's not in any way, you know, as, you know, I think more like the street art scene where it was involved with like, you know, 
gang violence. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People at first thought that you were tagging an area representing some sort of hood. But you know, real. you said something about How do you, yeah. you, you punish somebody by you just take them out and you tape them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's initiation, man. <laughs> tape them to a post. That's hilarious. You know, um, let, let me ask you something that he mentioned earlier was kind of cool. You said the sticker meetups, man. You, you know, what I mean, like. Uh, you heard of these days, yeah? It's just like people I mean, well, all... like black booking. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah like black exactly. Booking. It's yeah. the equivalent yeah. to black booking. It, yeah. you know, well, I mean, sometimes for... they either put stickers or oh, that's they true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be a black booking thing. Can yeah, be no, I'm just saying... If one you... or the both. Yeah. I can imagine it'd be the same thing with taping too, though, right? You uh, ever taped in a black book? I've never taped in a black book. Mm, oh, no. Mm. But I used to cut my stencils in a black book. So, yeah. Wait, what? So I used to buy a black book and then go ahead and just uh, grab... I don't know if you've ever seen the exacto cutter pads yeah, that don't yeah, cut yeah. your the, tables. The, the, uh, yeah. Self-healing. Yeah, I'll just put it behind a piece of paper and just cut it, and then I have a blank piece of paper in between. So when you open it, it's like a stencil, blank page, stencil, black page. And you ah, can, yeah, just a clever my fucker. Walk. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> yeah. These young hey, kids, just, I'm telling you, man. This guy is, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Teach and Flex, you guys have never met, man, but obviously, you know, I've showed you Teach's uh, work, and then, uh, I mean, you've seen Teach's work, and then he's seen your work, man. I'm just saying, like, Teach, you know, as a, do you feel like competition from these younger guys, or how does it, you know... I'm not a competition person, dude. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to see it. Any, any kind of new mediums or any kind of things that... That I haven't seen before. I love, I love seeing it. I love seeing all the new stuff. I think it's great. And you know, the the fact that there's a community of people, you know, that's awesome because you know, it would suck to be a, a tape artist and you know not be able to get some of the opportunities that are out there. And obviously, there's plenty of fucking opportunities out there. You're who he's talking about working with. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, man. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm thrilled, man. I, I, I love. I'm just like you, man. I like seeing new mediums. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward to have the yarn bomber. Yeah, on. we're having like a yarn bomber man. on. We're That's having awesome. a sign maker. You know, that just makes like um, custom street signs. You know, um, That's not, not just makes them, but you, I you heard know. You said the yarn bomber is kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta put me on blast like that? <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, she's like this. She's like this beautiful blonde uh, girl that does yarn. You know, you would think that yarn bombing is like a grand. They call it grandma graffiti, right? You know, what I mean, they actually like they knit that's things. Dude, that's what I was thinking that she would be like an older lady because I don't know. There was a, a lady they called her the queen of street art for a little while, and she did some pastries or whatever. I actually, helped her do a pastry at the uh, brainwashes show that he had. Mm. And, uh, you know, she never ended up going into it or anything. But, um, you know, all, all ages, all types, you know what I mean? You never know. Sure, right? yeah. No, I mean, um, I'm sorry. What were we talking about right now? <laughs> different, you said different, uh, you know, it's cool. Yeah, just different mediums, different basically. Mediums, different, yeah. Oh, London, London, London Cave, that's what I was saying. No, she's definitely very beautiful, man. And, no, that's, uh, we're gonna... that was my point. I thought that it would be like, you know, some lady that does knitting or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? No, and... I mean, she's having like a work. She's releasing in a book, basically, that's kind of showing like all the different kind of. What's crochet? Is the same thing as yarning? Uh, yeah, know, actually, yeah. yeah my, my mom used to do some crochet. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like all. The, she, she crocheted like some chucks. It, like, you know. What? I, I, yeah, it's super cool, man. That's so, nunchucks. Thing. No, 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 not nunchucks, like Chucks, Chuck Taylor shoes, oh. you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's super detailed. It wouldn't make sense to, to soften a nunchuck. Yeah, <laughs> so basically, I mean, on this show, we have a whole bunch of different types of street artists right. come on. We obviously have, uh, you know, stencil artists. We have, you know, everybody that you see get up, you, you, you know, and, um, you know, we just want to kind of expose the, uh, uh, the audience to different mediums, you, you know, right. and I think, like, some of the most unique ones are like the, the yarn bombing one, you, you know, like how often do you see it? And you just wonder like, who does that? Especially if you see a really high quality, like they're really art, awesome. You know what I mean? It's just like, like I said, you imagine some old lady, like, you know, in the middle of the night, like creeping around and then <laughs> putting it on the fire hydrant or something. You, you know what I mean? Um, but, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's, well, you know what? Hopefully now there will be, you know, especially after we have her on. Yeah, <laughs> that'll yeah, inspire yeah. some more people. Yeah, you know, hopefully we'll inspire some more tapers. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. You know, exactly. like flex. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, I just I think it's really cool how um, the name kind of works out with the tape as well because flex, you know, tape kind of flexes. Mm, I never thought about right? that. Um, yeah. Right. But um, so, do you see yourself uh, just doing 
uh, tape for a while? Are you mixing mediums maybe? Or what, uh, do you have anything in mind at this point? Or are you just kind of taking it as it goes, really? I think I'm taking it as it goes. But I think right now I'm really stuck on just working with tape. Obviously, mm. um, you know, I, I, have a, I went to school for interior design and graphic design. Oh, okay. Um, Let's go to school. Yeah. So, you know, I... There's obviously I want to push my graphic design skills uh, with my work, um, but I think within my work right now I think I just want to stick to tape. Mm. Uh, maybe for a collaboration, that's something that I'd be really willing to go ahead and just kind of push the boundaries and explore. Um, but yeah, I gotta tell you, one guy, one is one guy, very respectable man uh, in the film business, Harry Henry Winkler, once told me <laughs> very good uh, information. Bonds. Yeah, the font. Um, <laughs> do one thing. Do one thing and do it really well. Right. Right. And, I, you know, the funny thing is that I, that's the way that I see my art. So I've been creating this design for, you know, kind of for a while now. It's been go um, but the thing is that I've been trying to push it and push it and push it and create something completely different. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with it for a while and definitely stick with what you're doing until you think it's, I don't think it's ever perfect, but just push it until you can't, because why not? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's hard to know, you know, how much is, you know, each person's dosage of, of whatever medium they're working with, whatever style and everything. Um, but, you know, to me, right. true artists, um, you know, they always experiment. You right. know, they, they try new things, even if they do stick with, you know, something that is, is helping them to uh, sell and, and, you know, and, and live and everything. Um, you know, I, I always think that we should always be trying new things. Definitely. And, um, and but you know, as to when and how often you should change what you do, you know, that's going to be different for everybody. Right. You know, but I um, agree with that. And each person is going to have. They're, they're going to know when it's time. You know what? Um, I'm ready to either add something, or I'm done with this, or you right. know, like recently, um, <laughs> James was talking about how he's uh, kind of changing his. His look towards uh, the um, the hip hop. My production, music. yeah. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, Flex checked out some of my music, man. I appreciate I, I dug it. it. I, yeah, no. I was, yeah, I, I mean, I fucked with it. Not thank, gonna lie. Oh, I dude, I love it. I was listening with, to it with the regular <laughs> kids term. I'm sorry, I don't mean to call you a kid, man. I, I'm not like over a decade <laughs> older than you. Yeah, but. you get to, anyone that's a decade younger than you, you get to call him a kid. It's okay. It's fine. I don't. I don't. No, what I'm it. trying to say is, I, I love it. it because, like, you know, as an artist, a musician, you don't want to be like a pigeonhole just like you're saying even in one style you know i mean recently uh you know i, I was producing rappers and then um you know my passion is like house music and also just live uh funk stuff disco right. you know but um i was just like you know i'm not doing hip-hop anymore man i gotta grow as a as a producer because it's just like i don't understand uh what's going on in hip-hop <laughs> hip anymore man right. it's like it's it's a lot a of different changes yeah you know, you know what i mean so um, I, I get it, man. So that's a good question, Teach. I, I mean, and let me ask you: Are you ever gonna get tired of cutting stencils, man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? I mean, I mean, I mean, I know you do your oils and all these other, you know. Oh well, you do the sculptures right now too, but yeah, the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the, can I ask you? You had a recent like scavenger hunt on your thing? No, I don't do scavenger. Not hunts. scavenger hunt, okay. but it was like <laughs> I did have some suggestions. You know, people were saying, "Hey, you know, you should like, you know, instead of just showing us where it is, you know, and like come some clues, so it's like a scavenger <laughs> hunt." I'm like, dude, if someone is that sounds like willing to walk out of their house and go down the street to to look for something that I've put right. out there, then I'm not gonna make it hard for them. Right. I, I saw a guy was like, that's an honor. Also, like people. Yeah, I think it's if someone's honor. gonna make an effort to go pick up your piece of artwork, don't be fucking with them and making them guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> meanwhile, someone else walks right up next to him, picks it up, and they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw some dude uh, on your uh, Instagram story, man, and he had two of them, man. No, <laughs> no okay, so what happened? No. <laughs> I he thought he had, all of them. <laughs> but no, I was saying. impressed because okay, so the first night I just put one down, okay, and so then the following Tuesday I put three of them out. You know, very spaced far apart from each other, and posted all the videos. Uh, I'd say about ten miles. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Now, not walking distance. No, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. So it's basically impossible to. And I posted the videos all at the same time. Oh wow. So it's basically impossible. But what happened was someone called somebody, and was like, "Hey, you go get that one. You know, I got this one." Um, and so, uh, mm. oh, that's right. That's what happened. So someone else had actually gotten to it right before they did. And so they were just there, and they already had the one dog, so they just put them next to each other and took a photo. Uh, and so the other person left with that dog. And so, yeah. It, What's the cause it, behind the dog, just to kind of raise awareness for it? Um, 
to be honest with you, I, you know, I, I've done a lot of sales and, and gotten a lot of support and a lot of people saying nice things to me. And so I was just going to put these out there as like a gift for me to, sure. you know, whoever wanted to go grab them. But then uh, my friend, truth be known, a uh, very wise individual said, hey, you know, you should connect it with something current, you know, like, like the climate, you know. And I'm like, dude, what climate? How am I going to connect climate with, with dogs? You know sure. what I mean? So um, I thought it was like for, okay, go ahead. Well, and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Dogs feed off of our energy. You right. know, they're, they're, they're very, uh, very in tune with our energies. And if we're freaking out about the climate and don't know what to do, the dogs are going to be feeding off of that and they're going to be going crazy too. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. You know, you want to help uh, the climate out. You want to help. It's just yourself. raising awareness pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. It's trying to find a creative way to raise awareness. Sure, you know? sure. Because and here's the thing. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck to do exactly to help the climate. I know certain <laughs> things, you know, but, um, you know, I would like to know if there is at some point, you know, hey, this is what you can be doing to help. Yeah. Well, if you're doing this, Stop that! You know, it's that simple. And so that's that's that was the tie-in that I decided to have. So the climate dogs for and sure. There's cool. gonna be twelve of them. Um, mm-hmm. The first four are already gone. Uh, next, this coming Tuesday, I'm gonna put four more of them out, and then the following Tuesday, the last four, and uh, then that's gonna be it. Does it work with like a adoption road dogs or something like that? Yeah, too? I did a special one. I, yeah. uh, I did a special one for uh, road dogs. Okay. Um, they are a bulldog rescue. That's, That's awesome. And okay. so uh, I did a special one for them, and then they're going to uh, auction it off to help raise funds for the for the Road Dog um, Foundation. Cool, man. Cool. I, I think it's pretty awesome because it's like nowadays with social media, you can really like connect with your Oh, totally, fans and man. Like, you know, right? they, they, they see that, and they come up with me with ideas every once in a while, and it's just like, yeah, sure, man. So going back to that, man, I mean, you know, Flex's fans is like Nike, Adidas, and people. How do, how do they, they just DM you or what? Hey, we're Nike. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah, just, just curious. Uh, no, they, they they just contacted me. And then, yeah. Like email, basically? They just emailed me. Okay, and they're okay, like, okay. hey, can you do this? And important like, to have your email in your uh, Instagram profile. There you it's, go. Dude. It's very important. <laughs> it's very, you, ne- you, you never know. You yeah, never yeah, know. yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's cool and everything. You want to be that cool guy that doesn't put up too much information. Actually, you know what? Shit, I got to put my email. Yeah, no, email's pretty... I forgot, yeah. I don't have my email up on my Instagram, dude. <laughs> no, it's true, Shit. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, a big, a big company, that's why I want to just raise some awareness, because it's like, a big company's not going to fucking DM you. Necess- they may, they may, you know what I mean? Probably not. You know, we've, we've, we've uh, Ellie Shore Gallery, we've done, like, uh, tours with, B- we've done the stuff with BMW as well, we've done stuff with, like, Pepsi and things like that, too, and... Um, at the end of the day, it's always through email, man. So just a little advice for like artists out there trying to get your shit out, man. It's just like make sure you have your email in your profile. But yeah. one of the things I was saying that it's like, hey, I discovered Flex is art through Instagram as well, man. And sweet, you know. And then I was like, dude, I gotta have a piece. And you know what? I was once told this. I said, uh, you shouldn't buy a piece unless uh, you gotta have it. And also, wow. you can't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and also it's like you can't do it yourself. I, you know, I have art projects, man. As this guy, I, I paint stupid shit, you know, all the time. And even though it's just, <laughs> I, I hope you know, I'm. Mean, you're putting tape on a canvas in such a unique, special way, <laughs> man. You. That it's just like, I, I can't duplicate that shit, dude. You, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just like, dude. It's, you know what? I, I might be able to to duplicate it, but um, it's gonna take a little while to master it, though. And, I, and you were asking me earlier about uh, cutting stencils. Yeah. But, um, you know, my fingers are, uh, you know, they're getting kind of worn out. Really? Yeah, dude. It's like arthritis and shit. Yeah. Dude, oh, I've cut shit. hundreds I of stencils thought about at this that. point. Yeah. Okay? So for me to even think about working with tape, fuck that, man. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I still have some stencils left in me and everything, but I would never go into the tape thing just because, like I said, my hands, you know. I was just thinking, without your hands, what are you gonna do? Paint with your elbows, man? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Cutting oh with a blade in a stencil is a lot different than using a paintbrush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to dig into it. You have to have firm grip, also, depending on what material you. Well, the one of the reasons why I've been able to cut so many stencils is because they're, you know, the the material and using the paper, so it's easier to cut through. But dude, even still, though, when you're cutting. A bunch of stencils, it adds up. Yeah. You know, so sure. let me ask you too, man. So, it's, your it's, hands hurt? Yeah, my hands. <laughs> my hands definitely hurt. 
Yeah, they what? definitely hurt. Yeah, they definitely At 25? Hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I Okay, can't. dude, okay, let me show yeah. you something, okay? You see that stretch? That's nice. I okay. can't do that. Well, you, as much as you can. Okay. okay. And then you take three nice deep breaths, and then this way. Oh, Same okay. thing, okay? Take the thumb. Teach used to be like a professional volleyball yeah. player. That's man, amazing. So, <laughs> so but no, I mean, at, 20, there's yeah. on, at 25, if your hands are already starting to bother you some, you need to start doing these stretches. And yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, it started happening when I was like a lot younger. Uh, before I started getting into taping, like I noticed a lot of sharp pain between my joints, mm. and it mm. felt like needles. Um, okay, well then, you know, yeah, first of all, yeah. go see a fucking doctor. Yeah, I went okay, to doctor. Don't just start stretching <laughs> like I told you. I went to doctor, and they're like, yeah, you know, you might be prone to arthritis, like oh, when you're younger. Man. So yeah, so it make it makes CBDs. Sense. Oh yeah, hundred and ten percent. CBD is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if uh, any CBD companies want to sponsor, uh, you know, this podcast or any of the artists, man, please do you so. Know, for yeah, our, I'm for arthritis so. purposes, they are the reason why <laughs> I'm still able to cut stencils right now. The CBDs. Right. Damn, you know what? That's so crazy, man. Because I, I mean, I, I've seen the sculpturing that you're doing, man. It's such an amazing job, and I'm just thinking like. But I never really thought about, like, there's one day that Teach won't be cutting stencils, man. It's just so oh, crazy yeah. for me to even no, imagine. No, the stencil that. cutting will go first. Mm. That'll stop first. And then, you know, I'll still do sculpturing and, and, and painting. And stuff, That's awesome. But, um, yeah, until the other digits don't work. <laughs> See, the thing about being an artist, a lot of people don't realize, when do you think you get to retire? Right, you never get to retire. A true artist yeah. retires... Yeah. When they die. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's very You know, true. one day Teach told me that one time because, uh, um, you know, you, you want to just live happily ever after. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? And I can't let that happen. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you want to have like that, uh, you, you know, like I said, you, you read your, but that's a fairy tale. You know, the yeah. fairy tales end in happily ever after. You, right. you know what I mean? You always wonder, like, you know, is there any, like, arguments between the prince and the princess, right? You know what I mean? Happily ever, you know, so happily ever after could never exist. And after, I thought about that and I was like, damn, it's so true, man. Like, yeah. if you're a true artist, I mean, artists make, Art of whatever medium they have, you know. What I mean, that means that you just do it till the day you die, just because it's in your essence, in your in your fabric. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So let me ask you, man. Speaking of that, what you know, what inspires Flex, man? Like, what's the creative process for you? And like, you know, um, you know, I don't, I don't really. Don't, I think mostly architecture for sure. Mm. Um, oh, it's something that really inspires me, and that it's not just, sense. but it's just me just going out. You know, just me enjoying life and just kind of just seeing things that I that I like. But the funny thing is that what inspired my work was really just growing up. You know, I was always into kind of like geometry and and space. Um, it was just something that I was always in my life. Like I remember, like you know, when you're when you're younger, they tell you don't step on, your, on any cracks. I don't know. Just, oh, my yeah, kids are all yeah. about that. Yeah, so that's really stuck with me, and just the fact, just the spacing of that. And as well as just seeing space, like seeing, I don't know, just seeing like spaces, some, for some reason just kind of became like a, well, like an addiction. And, you know, growing well, up basically in LA. It's, it's the, uh, the, the philosophy, the perspective you have yeah. of, of seeing those spaces. Right. Like you tuned into that and then that's how the, that's how the creative that's process. That's really interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, but it wasn't any other artist that really got, mo especially with my work, it wasn't anything like that. It was just something that just kind of just came to me. I was Interesting. I was really lucky. Like sure. I was really lucky. That's what about music? Organic. Man. Usually it doesn't happen yeah. like that. Yeah, That's it, it doesn't organic. happen like that. What about music, man? I mean, what you know? This is a separate medium, oh. so you can just freely talk about it. <laughs> so for me, actually, the music that I really listen to is like really ha it's house. It's not EDM. Yeah. Because it's not exactly right. There's a e difference. Yeah. There's a there's a huge. He, teachers looking at me with a confused a face. <laughs> there's a huge difference. Um, but yeah, just really industrial house. And uh, also heavy metal. Um, oh, I love it. Uh, you know, jazz. I, I Are you a Misfits fan? Yeah, I listen. Did, I li you, did I, you see the Misfits when they came recently? No, I did not. I got a chance to see them. That's man. pretty badass. You know what sucks though? The sound what? fucking sucked oh. because I didn't have the. F you have, you know, for a punk show. I mean, for punk like metal shows, you need it to be like right. fucking In right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> I was like, punk idea. And I was like, uh, we we had like well. We didn't end up getting able to go down to the floor, but I was like, the only reason I wanted to go was because I was like, dude, it's going to be awesome kind of moshing in a massive, like, arena. That's, like, that's you know crazy. what I mean? But I'm like, dude, now I can see the mosh. I can't go down there, <laughs> and the sound sucks. I'm like, dude, uh -huh. I'm not having the greatest time. You know, like I said, that's punk show is like, 
underground warehouse type of shit. The building's supposed to be kind of falling apart almost sometimes, right. you know, for some punk shows. <laughs> but anyways, teach the difference between EDM, EDM and house. EDM is the corporate uh, right. term. Right, 110% agree with that. Yeah. Is the corporate term for electronic dance music. That means that, hey, we don't care about all these differences of different genres, different lifestyles, right. and different things. We just say it's all EDM because computers make that. Okay, <laughs> that's just basically just saying like all street art is public art, and we're not right. gonna we're not gonna say there's anything any other genres. Okay, because you guys are all public art, and it's just like so it's a label by it's a, yeah by corporate, so they can categorize uh, Amazon better. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but or, it really hit like specific like that wave of music, and then they just wrote on it. Do you go raving? I mean, I, I, underground raving. I don't go underground raving. I'm more of a. Well, it has, there's yeah. no, not really any more underground raves anymore. Yeah, there, there isn't. <clears throat> yeah, there back isn't. in back when I was like coming up, um, it's just like, well, there still is. Man, I'll take you, man. I'll take you to some. I'm down. I'll take you to some warehouse party. Like, yeah, yeah, I, no, seriously. I'm definitely down. Okay, just, just if you're listening out there, Incognito is a great warehouse party, man. I mean, they've been I've doing it for like them. ten years, yeah. But um, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, uh, yeah. So basically, back in the day, you would get a fucking ticket. Or a flyer, and then you have to call a number, and then the number would then lead you to an address, and yeah. then the address, that place, would then tell you another address so oh, you can go to the fucking party. Another layer of safety. Yeah. Smart. And then, you know why? Because they, they, they don't have the permits. Like, you know how right. I'm going through the lawsuit right now for the fucking art show? Solves that problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, the permit Maybe we issue. do it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that makes it more cool. It's like underground vibe. So, you know, there's no fucking law enforcement. And back in the day, it was like that. You would see just literally drugged out kids, just people just like openly selling. It was selling. crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then nowadays, after the corporate scene kind of took it over, it's just like now they have these huge, huge festivals, like concerts right. basically, which is, it's cool because I've it's- I've heard of them. I've yeah. heard of EDM, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of like the label. But again, it's just like, hey man, if I'm like, you know, uh, electronic music artist, I might want to do multiple genres and I don't want to be considered like this corporate fucking label, you know what I mean? Because it's so different each, if, it's, if you're in the drum and bass scene, I mean, it's like, you know, it's a UK kind of like really fast paced right. thing. It's like all those people, it's like they're all hoodie people, you know what I mean? And then, right. you, you know, but if you go into the trance scene, it's like all candy kids where people are wearing bright colors and pink <laughs> and neon. There's a and, lot. And, of you know what I mean? It's just like, like there's so many different genres. people, you know, and yeah. what they've done just... It's cool because they've combined it all. We used to have uh, these big raves. We would call them massives, basically. You know, it's like, all right, for one fucking day, maybe Halloween or something like that, where all the promotion companies will come together and have different stages, but it'll be in one area and it'll be this huge thing. But back in the day, it was still a very underground scene, so you needed to do that. So you needed to combine all the people together right. so you can actually throw these big parties. Now sure. it's so big, it's just kind of like, I don't know, the scene is really diluted because a lot of people... Um, they don't, they, you know, they've never experienced that in the past, and it's just like, hey, they grow up only listening to electronic dance music. They don't listen to any other genres, so all the music starts sounding kind of the same, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, what's hot right now in EDM, though? Like, I'm just. Saying, I have no idea. I think what I, I guess, like, to describe what I really listen to is more like it's like a house. It's like a two-step beat, and it has like it's usually fused in with like jazz. Mm, so it's like mm, really okay yeah so it's like really industrial just slow sure, beats sure. and yeah it's like good very, working music yeah it's good because it's just repetitive and it's like kind of like it's cheerful it's not a downer and you could just mm. do you call that lo-fi yeah lo-fi right yeah I've heard of lo-fi yeah. yeah I mean lo-fi is kind of you know, I'm actually making some uh, some acid jazz and lo-fi soon, it, man. Dude. dude, I'd love to. Exactly. We got a party together, man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm down, dude. Exactly. I'm, I'm ready. Hey, let's do it. Let's parties too, man. Yeah, we let's go. Let's Amsterdam. all three go. Let's all three go. I don't care. Let's do it. See, let's take goal, the interview man, there. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll meet you guys there. <laughs> Our goal, man, really is just to kind of combine and unite this community, man. Right. And uh, we want to have these art shows that uh, are not just these snooty events for fucking people to right. just like stand around and then like people are entertaining the uh the guy that has fucking money dressed like a captain of right, a fucking right, right. cruise ship <laughs> you know what i mean okay you don't got to comment because you know we got to sell your art okay but i'm just saying i've been to too many of these fucking things where some knucklehead is in a suit like catering around to the every single fucking need and like you know what at the end of the day man there's some great they, they book like a cool live act nobody cares about the hip-hop artists because really it's just like 
hey, we're just trying to make this like a classy event, man. Like, we really want to build like a community where all the artists like really, hey, I heard you on the podcast, man. I like your work. And then like, you know, we have musical artists because a lot of these street artists, man, they're DJs as well, too. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, hey, we'd love to have a cool little party, man. You know, that's the kind of like goal of LA Street Art Gallery, man. You that's know? awesome. Yeah, man. And like I said, we we just happy to, you know, connect with you, man. So, yeah. No, thank you for having me. It's kind of wrapping up, man. So I just want to know, like, is there anything else you want to promote or uh, um, any upcoming shows or anything or projects? No, there's nothing really I want to promote. Um, you know, definitely go check out my work. Uh, my Instagram's underscore F-L-E-K-Z underscore. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, and just really, I, everyone, please look into the tape art community. You know, there's a lot of different tape artists out there, you know, and the things that they could do, and it's a whole new, you know, it's a whole new wave that I think it's a low wave, but it's but in the spirits of the artist, it's really high. Sure. And it's popping. It's going to pop off soon. Yeah. Let me ask you, I mean, uh, you know, what's like your what's like a fucking dream project for you man as a tape guy because it's such a new medium i don't even know what right questions to ask bro like do you like duct tape i'm just you know is duct tape masking tape like i'm just just curious like you know the funny thing is that i really don't have like some a goal happy man i'm I'm so happy with my life that it's like anywhere it could take i've always been like this don't get fucking married yeah don't have kids, bro. That's what I'm doing, man. <laughs> I, I, not not influenced from teeth, man. But I'm just saying this is what I've been noticing. You just do, you just worry about yourself, and if you're happy, you're good. <laughs> it just depends on what you're wanting to accomplish and how much of it you're wanting to yeah. accomplish. Yeah. <laughs> and who you're with, and who you're with, and who you're, no, you're surra- right. You're and who right. You surround yeah. yourself with. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, honestly. I have some of the best friends in the world. You know, they're so supportive with everything I do. And my family's amazing. Uh, my girlfriend's amazing. Everyone, everyone Dude, in my life. I don't make all they, the difference what, in what the is world. It, what does your mom think about your tape art? Just curious, man. Uh, I mean, because it's like pretty foreign, man. But obviously she, it's beautiful. She, she loves it. Okay. It's funny because like I used to use like her house kind of like a, as a storage to leave my art behind. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, I'd sell it. So as soon as, like when things popped off, I was selling it. And she was like... Please don't take that. Please don't take it. Wow. it. But you know, she, I, I gifted her one of my first pieces, and the first piece that I actually ever made a tape, uh, kind of like a, a tape piece, it was actually six feet by six feet. So it's mm. a big canvas. Whoa. Yeah, and it was on canvas, which was really hard because I don't even remember how I cut the tape without cutting the canvas. I was really worried about that. Um, but yeah, she like gotta have a soft yeah. touch. I had the, I guess I had the softest touch because I know now I work on wooden panels and I carve it. I carve it so hard just because it feels so nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can relate. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. a, uh, it's a, it's a therapeutic thing. Yeah. I enjoy cutting the. the so wait, you know what? Oh, hold on, real quick. We kind of talked a lot about street art, but we didn't talk about this guy's street cred at all. You, you know, I mean, did you, did you get up in the street besides uh, tagging? What did you ever do? Tape stuff like that on the street. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of it in the, in the street. Uh, I think a lot of my work that I did was in the LA River, actually. Huge, nice. empty canvas. Um, and that's how I actually kind of popped off with my career. Uh, one day, I, I met this photographer. Her name is Valerie. She's a, an amazing photographer. She does, like, really tradi- kind of, like, traditional, kind of, like, 70-shot, like, the very aesthetically pleasing photography. Um, but she she was already blowing up on Instagram, and this was back in 2014, right when like Instagram was really just going into full gear. Um, and she was like, "Hey, I love your work. Let me photograph you." She photographed me, and she was like, "Hey, let me share my can I share my art to one of my friends? He has like this, like a, a vlog, like a, a like a blog." And I was like, "Cool." And then he went ahead and shared my work, and it's it's called Boom. It's like B an O O O like a tremendous amount of O's and an M. And it blew up like it was crazy. It, it blew up like overnight. I remember waking up the next night and I had like I went from three hundred followers to three thousand followers like in one night. And I had wow. to buy a new phone because my phone crashed from my notifications because it was like crazy. Holy shit. It was crazy. It was nuts. Um, nice. Yeah. And but at that time I was only focusing on doing like tape art murals outside, and you know it was a, it was a great experience because I remember working on it and not really understanding what I was doing I didn't I knew it was something I loved I didn't know that it was you know it was gonna blow up in a way where I could actually make a career out of it it was just something that I just kept to it and it was kind of like a calling yeah 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 um so yeah let me ask you when you when you see the um 
the designs, man. I mean, do you like plan it ahead of time, like on the canvas? I mean, you don't have to share anything. No, no, it's fine. Yet. So most of my work is completely freestyled. Um, okay. I just go for it. I, you know, it's, wow. it's, you know, that's it's, impressive. Yeah, I, I freestyle it. I see, I see what I want. Like, you know, as I'm going, I just go ahead and create it. Amazing. Man. And obviously within that so much practice, I've created so many different methods of doing what I do. Um, especially when it comes to a big space, if I'm, if I'm do if I'm gonna go ahead and do it like a kind of like graffiti street art wise, um, you know it's unplanned. Yeah. Obviously for clients, yeah. there's it's funny yeah. because I wasn't used to planning my work until clients asking me, hey, we need like a rendering for this mural, mm. and then I was like, holy shit, I need to start thinking about my work That's and funny. actually planning it out. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and it was a complete. It you know it was interesting because I learned from my own work. Um, I learned you know how to plan it and the things that I needed to do and how to push it onto, you know, creating it through a digital standpoint. Sure. Um, and it really just changed, it, it, it really just, you know, made me stronger within my art. Oh, dude, uh, any, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you can have someone say, you know, we'd like to do something on this wall, and you say, you know what, send me a picture of that wall. Right. And then you can send that picture back and it looks yeah. like you've done something on the wall, then that's, dude, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Let me ask you, any run-ins with the cops when you're in the LA River, man? Uh, yeah, I, it was crazy. I was literally, I remember one of the last times I did a mural there. Uh, I was doing it. So every Friday, the the walls would be completely like cleaned out. They'd go ahead and paint over it. So they remove my tape and they trash it. And the funny thing was that you know there's no cops in the LA River. You know yeah. they can't they can't come in there. It's usually gated up. Um, so this one so this one time, no no. And I remember just I, whenever the graffiti removal would come in, I'd be looking at them from a distance, and they just stare at me, knowing that I was going to create another mural. I mean, th you know, those yeah. guys are just other graffiti guys. Right? Yeah, they're probably other graffiti guys. <laughs> I'm just saying they're they're being punished. Yeah, that's why they have to clean it. That's why they don't give a fuck. Yeah. But one day, uh, one of my friends from high school, he was like, "Hey, he, he lives right next to the LA River, where I like my classic spot where I used to work at." And one day he could see kind of like the entrance to the LA River. And he's like, dude, there's like a gangload of, he called me. He's like, there's a gangload of cops coming into the LA River. You should dip. And I stormed out. And I, nice. I remember hiding like near the bushes because it's like the LA River here in the valley, there's a lot of bush. Like there's a you could hide. And there's actually now a lot of homeless people who live there now. Oh, um, yeah. But um, yeah, I remember just looking at them and they're trying to find me. Yeah. It's crazy. It got, it got really tough. They're trying to track me down. I mean, down. the thing is, like, can I ask you, like, uh, do you have a preferred type of tape? I mean, that you, you use? Yeah. I can't really tell from your, your piece, so, man. And you don't have to share that if you don't no, want to. No, I'm happy to share it. So I, when I first started working, I started working with 3M. Um, and then later on, I was really fortunate, fortunate for a company called Nito, who's a Japanese uh, adhesive company. And they also create their own tape. Um, they were like, hey, try out our product. Um, and I fell in love with it. You know, it's it's like it's like working with frog tape. It's you know silky. It's softer. It's not as sturdy. Mm. Um, and it applies really well. And applies with different like if let's say the substance could be a little bit humid if it's like early morning or you know heat. It's heat resistant, so the adhesive doesn't you know get warm and like peels off easily. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Nito. Be a little bit of a scientist about this. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, shit, man. It's yeah, I've, like, ex I've experimented with art with tape so much that now I understand it, and you know, I actually work with the tape company in a way. So this guy doesn't need Velcro, man. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> 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 could just you could just do it right the first time. <laughs> but you should. I'm just saying, if you do Velcro, man, you might be able to. You might be that'd able be to pretty... remove it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. When, be... when your uh, arthritis hits in, man, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Velcro will be easier. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Well, yeah, man. Um, dude, man, you know, uh, again, we, we have this podcast kind of sporadically, but we pretty much give people one, like, one episode a week, man. We've done a lot this year, actually. And, That's awesome. You know, so, I mean, uh, if you have any, uh, uh, you know, artist friends that, you know, they don't have to be doing tape or whatever, whatever they want, yeah. man, you know, if they're involved in the street art community, man, we'd love for them to come on and just, yeah. like, tell us uh, their perspective, because, you know... We have different generations. Especially if you're using a medium that we haven't even mentioned. Yeah, right? man. I mean, we have three, <laughs> we have three different generations of people sitting right here, and we're all just you know combined, united by the street art community, man. And that's fucking awesome, dude. Super badass. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. Normally, when you meet people off Instagram, they're fucking whack, dude. You know what I mean? But it's just yes. like, hey, man, all the people yep. I've met uh, that are in the art scene, man, it's usually it's just like, hey, a lot of respectful people, kind people, and you know, just still a little bit whack. They just have a little bit better uh, uh, tolerance or control. <laughs> 
Or at least they're a little bit nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you have underlining artists, you know, that comes with a few things, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, yes. You know, so... Uh, but anyways, like I said, if, if you, you know, uh, if you want to come on, man, just reach out to me. If you're too shy, yeah. you know, tell Flex and then, you know, he'll let me know, man. And, uh, you know, uh, follow us at PTTP Show. And um, leave us a review. Yeah, please leave us a review. Um, you know, just leave us a five star review. If you have a four star review, don't leave it because it's dead. We can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, any, anything else, man, you yeah. want to share with the audience, man? Awesome, man. No, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, hopefully we'll do some more work together. Yes, please. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Peace. Peace. And